Happily Never After by Lisa Okoni. The first time I met him, I believed in fairy tales and happily ever afters. He was as light-skinned as they come, with grey eyes that reminded me of stormy skies, a long nose that stood out in his face. In my opinion, he was like Pinocchio. His lips were the perfect Cupid's bow. He didn't see me, but I saw him. He was perfect, all bulging biceps and thick chest. His long legs could eat up a mile in a minute. Yes, I drooled for the longest time until the thunder clouds rumbled up above. I'm not the outspoken type, I'm a typical introvert. I spend my days poring over romantic books that tell of faraway kingdoms, of knights and dragons, of princesses locked up in towers. But when I saw him, I knew everything would change. And it did. I'm not ashamed to say that I stalked him unrelentingly. I would trail him in school during break and even after school hours. He never noticed. I can be a good spy when I choose to. He wasn't in my class was in another class but his starched white shirt stretched over his broad chest and it always drew my attention how could god create someone so beautiful i say beautiful because he's too fine to be called handsome as i was saying how could god create someone so beautiful and with the same hands create quite the opposite me where he was tall i was short the shortest in SS2D class. I stood at 5'4". Papa said I'm still a grain girl. My dark skin isn't the type that shines. It is dull and filled with small, small rash. I don't know if I offended God because my four younger sisters are extremely beautiful. Maybe I was the experiment. Anyway, he was supposed to notice me like Prince Charming in Cinderella's story. But only when I was dressed as a princess not when I was eating dust from the ground during a fight with Adama the loud mouth. That fateful morning, the stupid girl had called me a pesto. Not the big one for pounding yam, but the small one for pounding crayfish. What insult! I'm taller than that, my friend. So we got into a heated argument. Then I gave her cheek a feel of my stubby palm, but she backhanded me and I found myself swallowing sand. That was when my prince gallantly came to my rescue. Let me be honest, he didn't rescue me. He only glanced at us with feigned interest and a smirk on his face before he went on his merry way. Thank God teacher Ako found me in time before I could completely swallow the bag of sand that Dama was feeding me. She was sitting astride me with both my hands pinned under her knees. What a bully. I had to drink one bottle of Agbo so I could pass out the sand as feces. After that embarrassing scene, my prince found me again at yet another precarious situation. It seemed he only noticed me when I was either being beat up or being flogged for cutting my uniform skirt. On the last day of our third term exams, I decided to approach him just like princesses do. I needed one kiss from him to turn me from an ugly duckling into a beautiful swan. That's what those storybooks are full of. Faith must have smiled on me because I found him alone at the school farm. I opened my mouth to speak and guess what happened? I swallowed a fly. 
Does God even like me at all? I began to cough and sputter like one of those tuberculosis patients. He turned around at the sound and believe you me, I was a frightening sight to behold. I had tears streaming from my red eyes and a straight line of kata danced onto my agape lips. How do I know I looked frightening? It was the expression on his face, a look of total horror. That was the dead giveaway. He was horrified. He said sorry from a distance and backed away slowly till he could take off like a sprinter in a race. I couldn't stop coughing, so I chanced the glance at the glass window of the building behind me and I fainted. Yup, I did, because I looked like a frog who had swallowed a bone. Well, that day, I stopped believing in fairy tales. I bought all those stupid novels because they were all lies. Princess never liked or kissed the ugly ducklings. <laughs>